Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 102. This is a replay of the Facebook live stream that I recorded on Sunday morning, the day after Muscle Cars at the Strip. I had an amazing time with my Mo partner in crime, Johnny Mopar, and it was a blast getting to meet so many people that I know from social media. It's nice to finally put faces on names and to hear their voices and finally talk Mopars with them all in person. Thank you to everyone at Muscle Cars at the Strip for putting on a really fun event and a special thanks to Bill Adams for the invite. If it wasn't for Bill reaching out to me, I likely would have missed out on a really cool event. I can't wait to come back to the desert and take part in the festivities at the next Muscle Cars at the Strip in Sin City, and I encourage you to come and check it out as well. Before we get the show on the road, I want to be sure you guys know that I'm going to be joining my friends from DIY Hemi and the Matt Froman Row on Big Blocks Garage podcast this weekend in Bowling Green, Kentucky for Holly's second annual Mo Party. There's going to be all sorts of fun Mopar stuff at this event. Some of the things that you can expect at Moparty include drag racing, a show and shine, a Mr. Norm tribute, a wing car parade and display, a General Lee demonstration, Dodge Thrill rides, a dyno challenge, a manufacturer's midway, and of course, a couple Gen 3 Hemiswap seminars and... Did, did I mention a mullet contest? That's right, folks. Let your Joe Dirt freak flags fly at Holly's Mo Party. See you in Kentucky and just know that I'll be covering the entire event live from my Facebook page so that you don't miss out on any of the Mopar action. And I will also be recording a post-show recap of Mo Party as well. Now, without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. What's up, guys? Uh, it is 6.30 in the morning, Sunday. I may or may not have slept. <laughs> uh, I did not lose any money in Vegas. <laughs> I actually, I won some money and then lost that money. So I guess I did win and lose, but I broke even. I had an amazing time. And this is just going to be a quick uh, episode from my hotel room. <laughs> uh basically recapping muscle cars at the strip 2021. So as you may know, it is in Las Vegas and at the most amazing racing facility I've ever seen Las Vegas motor speedway. Um, God, I'm wrecked right now. <laughs> Such a long day. Um, a little sunburned, but, uh, wow, there's so much to take in, uh, so much to talk about, but, uh, you know, I went live so many times and Johnny Mopar was with me. He got a bunch of content too. So be sure to check out Johnny Mopar's content. Um, I apologize if I freeze up because my Wi-Fi signal isn't very good in here, but, uh, the show was great. And I learned that this particular event really takes off when the sun sets. Um, during the day when it's like 110 degrees out, uh, there weren't too many people. I mean, there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't like jam packed. But when that sunset, all the show cars started rolling in and, uh, you know, the drag racing started in the afternoon and it was just a blast and it was open to all brands of muscle cars, but the Mopars had such a strong presence that there was, it was undeniable who was in charge, <laughs> you know? Um, so Mopars and muscle cars at the strip 
was an amazing event. So shout out to Bill and everybody at uh, Muscle Cars at the Strip um, for putting on a great event. Uh, I can't wait to go to next year's. Um, hopefully it works out with my schedule, but uh, God, what a blast. If you've never been to Muscle Cars at the Strip, from what I understand, years past have been amazing. Um, this year didn't disappoint me at all. Um, highlight of the show for me or the event for me had to have been um, Mopar's 5150 and Mike Coffee battling it out with their barn find cars. So Troy from Mopar's 5150, hell of a nice guy. Finally got to meet him and Tony and the crew at Mopar's 5150. Super cool guys. Can't say enough nice things about him. Um, I'd like to get him on the podcast soon. We talked about that a little bit, but more on that later. Um, so uh, Troy and Mopar's 5150 brought out their 71 Hemi Challenger and four-speed car. Uh, that was part of that epic barn find from last year. I think it was last year. Um, but uh, uh, Mike Coffey brought out his 70 Coronet RT446 pack car, the V-code car, and they drag raced them. <laughs> and it was, that was what I was looking forward to the most. I wanted to see these two, you know, battle of the barn finds. And uh, it was really, really fun. And we got footage right from <laughs> the track. We were right there and uh it was awesome so my prediction was that mike coffee and the 70 coronet were gonna win uh tony was behind the wheel of the challenger and if i remember right tony treat him and uh the six pack wasn't going down without a fight and it immediately uh started to uh take the lead and it ended up um running a a 14 second quarter mile and the Hemi challenger ran a 16 second quarter mile. Now is that, are those 10 second cars? No, but are they barn finds that sat for an <laughs> crazy number of years and then got running and then drag raced each other at the strip in Las Vegas? Yes. Amazing. So if you haven't seen those videos, um, be sure to check them out. Like I said, I live streamed so much stuff, but, um, uh, Epic race. That was, you know, um, so much fun. Um, lots of show cars, um, not as many as I would like to see. And I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about the event, but um, for as big as that facility is, um, it would have been crazy to be able to fill it. And to fill it, you would need thousands of cars. Um, but uh, I think that uh, for what limited time they had to organize the event. I, th I thought it was a great turnout. Um, I got to meet a bunch of people that I have never met in person, but that I talked to online. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, the, the whole crew at Mopar's 5150, awesome guys. Um, Mike Coffey, uh, Mike Musto um, from House of Muscle. And uh, I didn't get a chance. So Dave Ray and Dominator from Street Outlaws were there. I didn't get a chance to talk to either of them, unfortunately, um, when people are talking to other people, I don't like to butt in and I never really got a chance, but, uh, hopefully in the future, I'll be able to talk to both of those guys and get them on the show. Um, but, uh, I also saw Luke and Olivia Crosby, Johnny Mopar left. I took him to his car and, uh, I was, I was walking through, I wanted to get a t-shirt and stuff and check out a little bit more racing. I wasn't quite ready to leave yet. And, uh, 
I was walking and there's Luke and Olivia Crosby, people that I've talked to and I enjoy their content and stuff. Um, so it was really cool to see them and meet them finally. Um, would love to get them on the show. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was great. Shout out to, uh, Bill Adams. Um, he, uh, kind of facilitated me being at muscle cars of the strip. So I appreciate that bill shout out. Um, I, I, like I said, I can't wait to go again. Um, such a fun event. Uh, the racing was amazing. Um, like I said, it was all brands, not just Mopars, although Mopars had a heavy presence. Um, but, uh, the racing was awesome. There was a lot of super stock Hemi cars there. Um, and, uh, I'm just trying to process everything still, but, um, what a great show. So much content. Um, lots of video from the track and, uh, you know, it was a good turnout of people, um, you know, nine 11, you know, so they did a nice memorial, um, for those that, uh, you know, were impacted by nine 11, which is the whole nation. Um, so that was really nice. So we're never going to forget that. You know what I mean? Um, so gosh, I'm just thinking about all the cars I saw today. The barn find exhibit that was uh, with Mopar's 5150, man. They had probably the craziest grouping of chargers, barn find chargers that I've ever seen in one place. It was just, it was epic. Um, there was, in particular, there was a 68 Charger RT Hemi car that, oh man, it had the perfect stance. It, uh, it was just, it was perfectly ratty for speed in the console. It was just, <laughs> I keep thinking about that car. It was amazing. Um, and they had, there's a couple super birds at the show. One of them in the barn find exhibit, very cool car, obviously. Um, a pink 69 super B was there. And at first I thought it was really faded red, but now, uh, when Johnny Mopar, uh, started talking to me about it, I, remembered that I had seen it online and, you know, go find a 69 pink 999 special paint code, uh, super B. <laughs> You're probably not going to find one that's pink. Um, I don't know if it's one of one or one of three, but that those are the numbers that I heard being tossed around. Um, it needs a full restoration, but a very cool car. Um, 70 super B that was cool. Um, yeah, just so many cars. I can't even begin to explain how many cars there were. There's going to be so much content rolling out from other people too. So be sure to check out everybody's content. Um, in particular, Johnny Mopar's, uh, but what, what an amazing event, you know, in Las Vegas flew down here. Um, and I'm already thinking I was on my way out and I saw bill and I was like, Hey, when's the next one? And, uh, they don't even want to talk about that right now, which I understand. Um, I'm hoping there's one next year. Uh, they typically do this event um, during spring. So hopefully I don't have to get ready for spring because that's coming really quick. But um, what an awesome event. Like I said, be sure to go check out all the live video that I took. And uh, um, gosh, it, you know, I've never seen so many modern Mopars run in one place. So many Hellcats. I, I don't even think I could count all the Hellcats that were there. Um, got to see a lot of female racers, which is really inspiring since, you know, I'm a father of a daughter and, uh, you know, seeing those women, um, drag racing really, really inspired me to become 
uh, the influential father that I'd like to be to get my daughter into Mopars. So I'm not going to push her. I'm not going to push him on her, but I definitely um, have a lot of respect for the women out there, you know, running their cars. And um, I talked to one in particular. Um, her name was Amanda. Super cool. Orange 70 Challenger drag car. Um, she was out there just putting it down. Um, very cool car. Uh, very nice person. Um, so it was nice meeting um, a couple of people uh, that were racing. That was a lot of fun. But overall, just a, a great weekend. Um, I got to meet uh, Nico from 5150, um, Jeff Bremer. It was just so many people, you know. Um, what a good time. I can't wait to get out and do more of these events. But, um, you know, I'm flying out this afternoon. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll just say zero sleep. I haven't slept yet. Um, kind of burning the candle at both ends. I'm just trying to process everything that I witnessed today because it was so cool because I've never really been on the road for shows like this. And it's something that I really want to develop the show um, and get into more. So, you know, next weekend, I, traveling isn't over for me yet. Next weekend, um, Saturday, I'll be in Bowling Green, Kentucky for Holly's second annual mill party. And I'll be meeting um, Blake from DIY Hemi and Matt Monroe from the Matt Fro Monroe and Big Blocks Garage podcast out there. Um, and also Mike from DIY Hemi. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, another crazy show. So, gosh, I'm losing my voice. Sorry, folks. Um, that's kind of why I wanted to do the podcast here while I'm in uh, my hotel room, just because when I get home, I'm probably going to crash it out. And I want you guys to have something for Monday. Um, and those of you that are watching this now, obviously, you get a little something on Sunday morning. So that's cool. But uh, this will be released as a podcast, too. Um, gosh, COVID really has put a dampener on these uh, events. But it still is refreshing to go to them and see the turnouts still respectable turnouts at these shows. Um, so many cars were drag racing, um, a very strong modern Mopar presence, which I have zero problem with. I thought it was really cool. Um, got to meet a couple ladies that <laughs> have modern Mopars on air ride suspension. Um, those modern Mopars, man, you know, I've, <laughs> it's kind of controversial because I've, I, I have said that I don't, particularly enjoy seeing a lot of stock uh, modern Mopars at those shows. But um, I do what I do like about them. And I kind of realized it last night was that uh, the new cars, when you customize them, it gives you an opportunity to really show your individuality. Um, you know, there's some cars that are just stock with fancy lights and stuff, but then there's other cars that, you know, with a modern Mopar, it's, you know, you get into the airbrushing stuff and the custom paint, the custom wraps, um, air ride, different wheels and stuff like that. So um, you really have, I mean, if you were to, if you were to take a classic Mopar and do any of that kind of stuff to it, you would be roasted by most of the Mopar community. Um, but the modern Mopars, you can kind of get away with that kind of stuff. So I think they're cool in their own right. Um, I still don't necessarily think it's a cool idea to bring your stock challenger to a car show just because it's a challenger um maybe in 20 or 30 years <laughs> but uh it's not like bringing a stock you know original 
70 charger RT to a show. Um, your Hellcat just is not as cool as that. You know, that's my opinion. Um, I do like modern Mopars, but, um, when people take stock once to these shows, it's kind of ridiculous. And I don't think I even saw one stock, uh, modern Mopar at the show, which is really refreshing because around here you get a kind of a lot of that. But, um, like I said, I'm not trying to disparage modern Mopars cause I think they're cool and I would own one in heartbeat. Um, but, uh, so there was a strong presence of modern Mopar, a, a strong Ford presence there. There's a lot of Mustangs. Cause once again, this was muscle cars at the strip. Um, so it was also really cool to see uh, Mopars versus the world, which was um, drag racing where it was Mopars versus everybody else. That was pretty fun. Um, I've never been that close to uh, super stock Hemi cars at the track before. And there was a very cool um, Sockton Martin. I believe it was a tribute Barracuda. So awesome to see that car, man. Oh, gosh. Um, so I can cross that one off the bucket list. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I'm, I'm sitting here just thinking about all the cool stuff I saw and it's hard to put into words. And that's why I did a lot of live video so that you guys could see, uh, you know, what I was experiencing, um, without having to suffer in the heat because <laughs> I'm from Washington, uh, North of Seattle and we don't get heat like that. Not very often. So, um, and it doesn't rain as much as people would like to think it, it rains a lot, but not as much <laughs> as you'd like to think. But, um, Vegas is a great spot for nighttime racing because it's it's still hot, but uh, not kill yourself hot. <laughs> um, there was a point uh, where I was having troubles with my phone. It kept shutting down because of heat. So I got smart. I took the phone case off of it and stuff and was able to uh, curb that problem pretty quick. But it was so friggin' hot. Um, if, if I was going to criticize muscle cars at the strip, um my only criticism would be that I wish there had been more for the swap meet. Um, I love swap meets. And I think it's just one of those things with COVID really, really taking the life out of stuff, but it was good to see that the event was, you know, a, a show must go on scenario and uh, a lot of fun. So I'm glad that the show did go on and uh, you know, the lack of, a hundred swap meet vendors is my only critique. Everything else was awesome. And it, the swap meet vendors that were there, they were cool. Um, had a couple of cool guys, uh, lots of cool parts. Um, but of course I, there, you know, you always want more, <laughs> you know, I don't know about you guys, but I love going to Mopar swap meets, a uh, ton of fun. Uh, so, uh, muscle cars at the strip 2021 is in the books. And I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm going to try to go for half an hour. So what else can we talk about here? Um, I was really, really surprised to see so many modern uh, Mopars, uh, Hellcats, even a Demon um, that were running on the track that were not pulling the times that I would expect. Um, obviously, it's possibly, probably... Uh, a lack of experienced drivers, which is understandable. Um, but it's, it's, you know, props to them for getting their cars out there and, and learning how to drive them. Um, I did get to see Dominator from Street Outlaws run. Um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't timed, at least publicly. Um, but uh, it was pretty wild, man. He started to lose it towards the end and uh, he, he saved it pretty good. I've never seen anything like that. 
um, in person. Um, I am a fan of Street Outlaws. I am so happy that Dominator finally got Hemi in that car. Um, I believe it was a turbo to LS before, and now it's got a Noonan Hemi in it. Um, the thing just sounds badass. Um, his first run, I barely got to see it, but what it looked like to me was that uh, it just he had too much power in it, and uh, he had to just kill the run. So um, that was a bummer, but he did get a good pass in later. Um, although it was a little sketchy, he uh, still made it happen. Um, but uh, gosh, w- what a fun time. Uh, yes, I am a little wore out right now. Uh, I hope that my daughter, um, you know, takes a page out of the old, the old uh, talking Mopars book. We'll see. 6.1. That's right, Big Red. Here is Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm at the cannery right now at my hotel. Um, but uh, gosh, I, I am beat, man. <laughs> I had to. I had to get you guys something. But what a fun event! And like I said, I'm gonna say this a couple more times. Probably, if you want to see some of the stuff that I saw, go check out some of the videos. Um, if you do want to see the race between between. Um, Mopars 5150 and Mike Coffee, their barn finds. You can uh, find the video that I took. There is a uh, a long memorial and moment of silence um, for the 9 11 uh, memorial um, and somebody that lost their life that was in the Mopar community. Um, so there was uh, a little bit of that. So they fired up the two barn finds and w- went to go. St- stage them and I, I ran over thinking that they were going to do it right away and um, I didn't realize that the memorial was right then which is fine you know I totally respect that um, but uh, uh, go watch that video um, you know national anthem all that fun stuff and then the race happens uh, front front row seats folks it was really fun um, I live in uh, Washington just north of Seattle I had to think about that's how tired I am I had to think about that for a second i'm probably going to get to the airport early today and uh, crash out in the airport um i was out in the casino a little bit and you know surprisingly i really didn't drink that much <laughs> I just a couple drinks and um played some slot machines and whatnot um i'm not really a table games guy because i don't have that much money <laughs> to risk um but uh i hit it i hit it pretty good on a couple slot machines stuck around for a little bit a little bit too long um and now I'm starving. I'm waiting for Johnny Mopar to call me so we can go get some breakfast uh, before he heads out of town. Because uh, I don't have to be um, to the airport until like one o'clock, and my flight's at four. So check out here is at noon. Uh, so Johnny Mopar and I are going to go get breakfast. Probably talk about just get Johnny Mopar's opinion on all the fun stuff. Um, uh, thank you for your service, buddy served in the Navy. Very cool. In Bangor, Washington. That's awesome. Um, Washington is, uh, is my home and I love it, but I really, when I go to events like this, you know, I say events like this, I've been to one, (laughs) um, out of my state. It really, uh, opens my eyes to all the other Mopars around the country instead of all the ones locally. I would love to move to Texas. Um, that would be awesome. 
Is it Stephen or Stefan? Uh, Big Red, I'm going to be uh, at Mo Party um, Saturday. I'll say that. If, uh, <laughs> if I show up on Friday, it's only because... Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll be taking a mental health day off work because I put in 500 overtime hours this, this year <laughs> and I need a mental health day. So I'll say that much. So if I feel like getting a last minute plane ticket uh, on Friday during my mental health day, I may do that, <laughs> but uh, I will be there. I'll say that for sure. Um, Steven. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I said your name, right, buddy. Um, I know that I, <laughs> I've ran into a couple Stephens in my life that spelled their name just like you. So I'm glad we got it. But Steven um, served in the Navy from 74 to 76. It's cool, man. Once again, thank you for your service. Um, if you get the chance, I highly suggest going to an event that is outside of your home, uh, uh, your home state. It, you see a lot of the same stuff when you go to a lot of local shows. And that's kind of what I experience. I've been seeing a lot of the same cars, which, you know, isn't a bad thing because I love Mopars, but going to a different part of the country and getting to see cars that you've heard about and seen content on the internet of, um, like Chris Birdsong was there. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, which was a little bit of a bummer, but his cars were there and they were awesome. <laughs> Johnny Mopar got a couple good pictures of him towing a charger on a trailer. It was insanity, folks. Um, lots of really cool cars. You know, I can't stress that enough. Um, Oh, Steven, the F-body guy. <laughs> Big Red, uh, I'll be at Mo Party. Let me just say that. I don't know if my employers <laughs> are going to see this. So if they do, I plan on working Friday. But I think I need to take a mental health day off of work. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, Steven's also the early Hemi guy. Yeah, we'll have to get you on the show, dude. Talk some early Hemi stuff. You have to school me. I did a, a little Hemi series um, a while ago, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot of stuff, but it's always good to get like legitimate experts on the show. Oh, you like my new my new uh, sweatshirt? Um, available at TalkingMopars.com in the merch shop. This is the Heather Gray one, which I thought turned out really good. Um, <laughs> well, while we're talking about merch, I, uh, I price my merch not to make a crazy profit. I don't make a crazy profit off merch. Um, I know you can buy t-shirts from other uh, bigger names in the automotive community, but you're going to pay like $35. I don't sell my stuff that expensive. Um, and the company that I use um, is now using higher quality materials like this um, sweatshirt is a really good quality. Um, the downside to that is royalties I get off of the sales. Um, I don't get as much because they had to change the cost to me for the product. So instead of raising the prices, I left them where they're at. So if you could, um, 
or if you want to, you can support Talking Mopars by going and buying some swag. So you can go get a t-shirt, sweatshirt, hoodies, uh, things like that. Really helps me out. Um, do things like this. Go out of town and um, hopefully bring you content that you enjoy. Uh, I don't really enjoy editing videos. That's not my thing. I don't even like editing podcasts. Uh, so going live at these events is really fun for me. And I just need to get better at reading the comments while I'm live because I'm so it's hard to be in the moment and doing content at the same time, especially when you know you're not going to edit it. So forgive me if some of the uh, videos are a little um, long. I I was having problems with my phone, like I said, so I really just wanted to get as much video as I could. So some of the videos and when I had a lot of viewers, I would just stay I would just stay on. But I started breaking them up a little bit. Uh, throughout the day but I, I don't even know how many videos i took um i know a couple of them are pretty long but hopefully you enjoy them nelson says uh he served on the uss enterprise for six years and he owns boss hog torque converters cool man do you want to sponsor a podcast <laughs> um, that's awesome shout out to boss hog torque converters uh if you have a website drop it in the comments and i'll shout it out um Steven is also a preacher. That's awesome, man. But yeah, uh, Muscle Cars at the Strip was a huge, huge success in my eyes. Uh, the swap meet was the only thing where I was like, oh man, I wish there was more. Um, but it wet it wetted my beak a little bit, so I enjoyed it. Uh, but if if they do this event again next year, I I would suggest. Um, as soon as you hear it, about it, um, get your plane tickets. Mine were reasonably cheap. Uh, I think round trip with the hotel, I paid like 400 something bucks. So uh, I'm definitely not complaining about the price. Um, I wish I hadn't continued to gamble the money that I won because <laughs> I, I would have had a good chunk of that trip paid for. But I had a layover on um, Friday night. I was supposed to leave Seattle at 7:45 and get to Vegas at like 10, but they uh, de they delayed, uh, not layover, uh, they delayed the flight until like 10. So I didn't even touch down in Vegas until after midnight, which ended up being okay. I didn't realize that I wasn't really going to miss much. I thought I was going to miss a whole day of activities. Um, so I'm glad that uh, I didn't miss too much. Um, and that uh, majority of the show happened uh, last night. So, all right, Nelson Gill, shout out to BossHogTorqueConverters.com. Um, for all your torque converter needs, visit BossHogTorqueConverters. <laughs> um, cool, man, I'll have to check out your stuff. Uh, I will be needing a torque converter here pretty soon, maybe a couple of them. So I'll be reaching out, see what you can do for me. Uh, yeah, now I'm even more excited for Mo Party because I got, like I said, I got my beak wet a little bit. I know there's going to be a swap meet over there um, and some racing over there too. So a couple awesome Mopar weekends for me um, that you can come along for the ride by watching the uh, live streams that I'll be doing from both events. Or Well, <laughs> I did the live streams for Muscle Cars at the Strip. So next weekend will be Mo Party. Um, that's in Bowling Green, Kentucky at Beach Bend Raceway Park. The 17th, 18th, and 19th. So if you're anywhere near Kentucky, head on out to Mo Party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Steven, what do you got in Maine? Got some cool shows out there or what? 
Yeah, I just, <laughs> when I think about today, uh, the barn find exhibit really, really had me just wanting a barn find muscle car so bad. They're just so expensive, you know, to get your hands on one is a no easy task. Um, and the other thing that really got me going was, uh, you know, being up close to the drag racing like that. You know, I don't know about you, but when I'm, when I'm exposed to things like that, I really get influenced and the amount of front ends I saw lift up off the ground today <laughs> made me realize how bad I want a Mopar that can pull the front wheels off the ground. Um, that would be uh, amazing. Paul's going to be moving his roadrunner to his new house. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I can't help you with that, dude. <laughs> um, I wish, uh, I wish I, I wish I could get all my Mopar buddies to go to an event together and just crash the party. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Um, if I was more centrally located in the country, I would love to do like a talking Mopars invitational or something um, where everybody I know with awesome Mopars is invited to go to a central location and just have a crazy, a crazy event. That would be a lot of fun, but planning events is not easy. <laughs> um, I know from a little bit of experience uh, when I was in high school to graduate high school, at my particular high school, you had to do what's called a senior project. And mine, um, my buddy and I actually did it. We uh, held a car show. And um, when you're a couple of high school kids trying to raise money and networking to help get people to help you do that, it's a lot of work. So I couldn't imagine um, being part of the organization of an event like Muscle Cars at the Strip or Holly's Mo Party. Events like those are just crazy. Uh, Nelson, I have not been to the SEMA show, but I have plane tickets for this year. I still have to register. I'm trying to get a media pass. I'm pretty sure I can get one. Um, so, yeah, uh, regardless, I'll be in Vegas for um, almost the entire week. I think I fly out on Tuesday. So I'll be here from Tuesday to uh, Saturday for SEMA. So I need to get the registration for that going. I also need to get a rental car for, um, Mo party too. Um, that's one thing I, I did a video when I landed, um, cruising down the strip. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Um, there was a huge fight <laughs> on the street. So Vegas was just lit. Uh, but, um, lots of, lots of drunk people, obviously lots of police activity. <laughs> Uh, a talking Mopar's coast to coast cruise would be awesome. I don't know how many people would show up. <laughs> uh, Nelson, um, going back to SEMA, I've heard good and bad things. I've heard that SEMA is the type of thing you only need to do once. Um, it's something that I want to get uh, crossed off my bucket list because there's a lot of Mopar stuff I really want to get to. And um, it's. Uh, it's tough because you can't get to all of the events and that's what in the future, I'm probably going to have a lot of problems with this picking and choosing what events I go to. So it's all an experiment. We'll see what happens. Uh, Steven's talking about uh, the darling auto sales show. So they've got a lot of um, muscle car Mopar events up in Maine, I guess. Um, I would love to get out to the East coast at some point. Um, I know there's some cool events out there. Uh, I, I gotta go to Carlisle. I have to go to that too. Um, another show that I've heard so much about. 
So lots of events. I don't even know where to begin next year. I have to hit Carlisle. Um, and then uh, I'm not really sure. I don't have anything set in stone for any other uh, events yet, but Carlisle is one that I'm going to definitely try to make. I think that uh, Carlisle is one of those shows that you have to do at least once. Um, I do like hot rods and stuff, so I'd have to do Reno hot August nights at some point. That would be fun. Um, cruising the coast. That would be fun. Um, so many, so many shows, but, uh, I like ones that are Mopar centric. Somebody keeps texting me. Who is it? Oh, it's my wife. Like, what the hell are you doing up again all night? <laughs> um, Nelson says he's had a booth at SEMA for 16 years. That's awesome, man. Um, I talked to, uh, well, I'll just say a celebrity who I was looking forward to meeting at SEMA and we were talking and he's not going <laughs> this year because of the mask thing, which is going to be a bummer. God, I hate wearing masks. Um, the airport had to wear masks the whole time. Here's the hack. Um, now I'm not a, crazy conspiracy theorists and think that COVID's fake. Okay. But I hate wearing the mask. If I'm six feet away from somebody, I shouldn't have to wear the stupid mask. Um, so when I was, uh, when my flight was delayed, I had to sit in the airport for like six hours and, uh, the hack for not having to wear your mask is to get some sort of a drink with a straw and just constantly be sipping on it. Um, that's how I got away with it a lot when I was sick of wearing it. I was just like, you know, I'm going to go get a drink and just uh, sip on something. Um, uh, the Don Garlic show. I keep hearing about that too. I heard his museum's really cool. I heard he's got a bunch of drag cars and then he's got his own personal collection too. Um, I'd like to check that out sometime. Steven says, get counts customs involved. Um, I watched that show a couple times. I know they did a boogie van episode. I thought that was pretty cool. Mopar Nats in Columbus. That's another one. God, there's so many Mopar events. Um, oh, Woodward. Yes. Woodward. Got to go to Woodward sometime. Um, that would be awesome. Roadkill Nights is another event. Um, the Hot Rod Power Tour. Got to go on that sometime. Yeah. Um, as far as SEMA goes, I agree. I would love to uh, do some networking down there, mostly. Um, I really need sponsors for this show <laughs> to help me fund these little adventures that I'm going on. Um, Pink's All Out is coming back. That's interesting. I think that uh, there is no better time than now. I think that show was a little bit ahead of its time, in my opinion. Um, Carlisle is one that I will never forget. Uh, you know, I've heard a couple of things about Carlisle that kind of bothered me. <laughs> I heard that it's not that great. Um, from all the pictures I've seen, I would disagree. Because, uh, you know, the only thing I, I complain about this all the time, but I heard there's a lot of PT cruisers. <laughs> uh, um, I talk a lot of shit about PT cruisers because my dad owns one. <laughs> I really am not the biggest fan. And, uh, he seems to want one of the turbocharged ones and I'm trying to talk him out of it. I keep telling him, quit buying all this BS and go get an old muscle car. <laughs> so I'm still trying to convince him on that. But uh, I see we've got almost 40 minutes. Uh, 
I've covered a lot of what I wanted to talk about as far as muscle cars at the strip. Um, all I really have to say aside of, from what I've already said, and I'm going to say it again is uh, just go check out the videos. Um, and if you do check out the videos, be sure to like, uh, like the videos or love them and, uh, share them for me, please. That helps me out a lot. Um, God, I wish, I wish that I could do this full time and go on the road full time and hit up every show that I want to go to. But right now it's just not possible. Um, so I have to pick and choose which ones I attend. Um, if I can make it, um, schedule permitting, I had a dentist appointment. I forgot about this weekend. I was supposed to go yesterday and they were calling me and I was like, I'm not even going to bother answering it. So I'm already screwed because I have to pay for that, but it is what it is. Um, I heard of a hemi swapped PT, but I've never seen it. Um, 440 PT cruiser would be crazy. Uh, I wonder if it's a street car, if it's a uh, pure drag car. Uh, okay, I guess my wife isn't watching the live stream. Uh, she's just responded to one of my texts that I sent her last night. Uh, I thought she was going to give me a bunch of shit for <laughs> not sleeping again. But it's just... I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm actually uh, taking medication for it because I didn't realize how bad my anxiety was until I started taking medication. I really hate medication. And this may be a little bit too personal, <laughs> but uh, events like these Mopar events get me really anxious even when I'm on medication. <laughs> so uh, sleeping as much as I know that I could probably go lay down right now and pass the F out. Um, it's not something that uh, is going to um make me happy right now <laughs> talking to you guys and just reminiscing about all the great stuff i saw this weekend uh is better to me than sleep <laughs> okay hellcat minivan <laughs> who did it <laughs> that's what i want to know steven i bet a 440 pt cruiser would pull the front wheels um i still you know i've got a couple um, 80s turbo Mopars floating around and I would really like to take one of the Daytonas and do a rear wheel drive conversion on it um, modern Hemi most likely but I wouldn't be mad at a, a little LA small block or hell a big block that would be sweet I don't know anything about the Hellcat minivan um, uh, going around <laughs> that was suggesting that's uh, what they were going to do, but I don't think they would ever do that. That'd be crazy. Nelson, no way. Are they going to do a Hellcat minivan? That would be insane. <laughs> Big Red, that would be that would be nuts. Steven, the only natural thing I've found to kill anxiety is money to buy more Mopars. <laughs> Nelson, you're pulling my chain. No way. I don't believe it. <laughs> if that's the case, I need to get somebody from uh, Dodge on this show and talk to him about that craziness. That's insane. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, man. I'm going to do this on the show right now. <laughs> All right, dude. We're about to find out. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. 
I don't believe it. This is crazy, no way. Mm. I don't know, dude, this doesn't, none of this looks legit. I want to see one first. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, Steven, a turbocharged rampage would be fun. Um, there was one in Washington for sale that had uh, like a Shelby charger front end conversion. I thought that looked pretty cool. I know that uh, front wheel drive Mopars aren't everybody's thing, but I like them. Paul says, speaking of modern Mopars, that Durango pulled the Roadrunner with no issues, did not even feel it, just as advertised. I bet I've heard nothing but good things about the Tow and Go package. Um, if I had more money, I would have tried to buy one of those. Mopar Insider. Huh? Are we sure they're not just trolling us? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've heard about um, mildly modified front-wheel drive turbo Mopars um, putting a beating on Camaros and Mustangs and stuff, too. That's cool. Guys, we're almost 45 minutes in. Um, like I said, I really just wanted to come on, kind of do a quick recap of the show, um, talk to you guys a little bit, and um, get some content out there for uh, the podcast podcast. So I think my job here is done for now. Um, there you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you know about the podcast, please visit TalkingMopars.com. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, or anything else on your Mopar Addicted Mind, you can reach me by email at Chris at TalkingMopars.com. Or if you want to hear your voice, story, or anything else on the show, you can leave a voice for me on my voicemail box. The number is 209-28-MOPAR and I will play your message on the show. I think I got a couple in uh, in the bank right now for um, next week. But uh, I'm also going on the road again so I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast from the road um, like this but I, I would love to get uh, the guys down there to do a, a group podcast. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. So we'll see what happens. But I will see you guys next week for Holly's Mo Party at Beach Bend Raceway Park in Bowling Green, Kentucky, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. I don't know if I'm going to be there on the 17th. <laughs> Maybe I will be. I don't know. But I definitely will be there. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you guys then. I am your host, Chris Albrecht, live from Las Vegas, the cannery. And that was Talking Mopars live. Thanks for watching guys. And be sure to go check out that other content I told you about. No Mopar left behind. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.